0: This is the 1984 Flyer Die
1: Podcast. Welcome to the very first episode of the Nineteen Eighty-Four Flyer Die Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Bayonne. And this show is going to be very, very interesting, informative, and most of all, fun. You see, I want this show, this actual series, to focus on everything and anything. Anyone and everyone. Because that's what life's about. Life is about the experience, the adventure. And there's all kinds of people... That make our adventures worthwhile So tonight I release The very first episode And I'm excited about it too With one of my homies Who's a visual artist Graphic designer Father, husband And an all around excellent person My main man, Kaheem Thomas Alright Enjoy
0: Thomas, and uh, I have one part of the group known as Quemini Dream, which is an art collective.
1: Sir, what is this collective about?
0: Well, Aquamanite Dreams is consists of me and my wife. She's Aquarius. I'm a Gemini, and uh, Aquamanite Dreams is one of our favorite songs from OutKast. So, we decided to use that as a name. Uh, we go by AQD2. Um, our art that we display is uh, 100% emotionally rhythmic, It it is supposed to evoke feelings. It's supposed to make you uncomfortable. It is supposed to uh, evoke excitement. Um, We do all of this for our kids, our twins, and uh, just to make a better life for them. So uh, hopefully, you know, this blows up and they don't have to work for nobody.
1: Nice. That's always the dream of parents. Like, yo, I'm working bust my ass off so my kids can have a future, and they can actually have a, a platform bigger than what I had. Exactly. you know which exactly. is, which is amazing you know um, exactly. i would applaud but I don't want no feedback on my microphones right? you. You know, <laughs> fresh ass microphones man but, um so I saw that you recently had a show
0: yes 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 uh we had a show at uh fs1 gallery which is on 21st and walnut uh it was our first solo show which was called uh, Geborgenheit which is an interesting word in German. Uh, the Germans describe the word as an emotional outburst without meaning. So, uh, how are you feeling today? good morning It's a great thing. It goes on. Uh, in American translation, board Hike means security. And um, in our show, a lot of the paintings had to do with, with, with women and uh, uh, with the women movement at the moment. I feel like women are a great security that uh, we overlook. Um, when you're born, the first thing you know is love. The first face you see is your mom. That is your security. That is your Gaborganite. And as we get older, uh, we tend to grow with our mothers more. Is is even with our dads, but we seem to grow with our mothers more. And as we get older, we need women. And in those women, we see our mothers, whether we want to admit it or not. And that is also our Gaborganite. Um, so it's, it's, it's about security, and women are security in this world. Like They are here. They should get the same rights as men do. They should get the same platforms as we do. Because the only difference between a man and a woman is a W-O, and that only stands for without, and we know what women don't have and men do have, but other than that, they are just as strong as we are.
1: All right. Yes. And it's only for me to elaborate on what that actually is. Um, if you're an adult you have an imagination and common sense, then you can reach out and get figure it out for yourself. So now, that's interesting, interesting. But you know what's funny? Um, When I think about women in art, it's often, they're often synonymous with each other. Because you have many pieces of art created by some of the most renowned artists that feature women. The Mona Lisa. Mm -hmm. You know, you look at that piece of art and there's a story there. Her facial expression. Mm -hmm. You know, how she's posing. You know, it's it's just all these different things, these layers that are there that in a way shows her strength. Mm -hmm. You know, and her identity. You know, you don't have to see a blurb under it. You have to say, okay, she did this, she did that. You just look at the painting, and you see her, not only for what she is, but what she may have been. Right, exactly. You know, because artists, they take their muses very, very seriously, mm-hmm. very, very seriously. And when I look at your work, you know, also I'm a big fan of your work, and I have Thank a you. painting um, in my, old, in my uh, old spot that you gave me years ago. Yeah. This is fire. Um, but your recent work, you had figures, um, you had all types of, of women illustrated in, in your pieces. But the, the cool thing about it for me is that they weren't the traditional, like in terms of traditional versions of what we think beautiful is as what's popularized in these magazines or, like, on on the internet. Right. You know, you had the various hairstyles, the various faces and the the looks. So what inspired you and your wife to create um, those versions of women?
0: Um, The interesting interesting thing was uh, I wanted to do a show full of women. um, And I wanted to do a show with women but not their whole bodies. You know, I feel like a lot of the times we uh, get things construed Like, you've got a woman's body up there. Are you selling sex? Are you, are you trying to make a movement or deeply say something? You know, uh, it's not a Calvin Klein commercial. <laughs> you know? Um, so we chose these faces because we wanted you to be able to look at them and be like, Oh my God, that almost looks like my friend so-and-so, so-and-so. Oh my God, looks like. Did I see that girl walk past me up the street? I wanted it to be real. I wanted it to be a table, like, in a sense. Like, you know, like, yeah, I I, I can get with this. I do see people who look like this. And, you know, not everybody can be an Amber Rose. You know what I'm saying? Like, not everybody can be these people that we put on magazines to say that's beautiful. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Hugh Hefner's gone. You know, and all of his magazines told women that this is what you're supposed to look like. But when you look at my paintings, it's like you can be whatever you want. You're still strong. You're still beautiful. Your facial expressions still say what they have to say, and you still get words across without speaking. I think that's the most amazing thing that women can do. That like men were different. You know, you got a problem. It's like, yo, man, what's up? Women, they just stare at you. Just like, oh, <laughs> you know.
1: So. I do. <laughs> It's funny, because I remember, like, we were younger. We were growing up. Mm-hmm. And our mom just gave us those okay. looks. Yeah. And oh, yeah. and we just knew. We are like, oh, man. Um, we have fucked up. <laughs> we have really fucked up. Royally, right? really fucked up. And get, look, get look at side-eye. That look, that stare. Like, all right, I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to go to my room. I'm going to read a book. <laughs> Take a chill took pill. Take a chill pill. Yeah. And just you know understand the error of my ways without words right exactly you know exactly
0: so uh and the thing is uh my wife chose a lot of the faces um we mixed a lot of faces together like hence computer like match face together and we made it um made these faces but a funny thing is like um I don't know this woman's name but uh she came into the art show and on the night of the show uh shadow to be about 5-2 she was a dancer for alvin ailey very strong featured afro-american woman and she came in and she just stared she stared we had these paintings that were they were all colors because of the background but they were, the colors were in like different languages you know like spanish french or whatever but uh purple i'm just gonna say purple right now because i don't remember what it was that we called it but she stared at this painting. she came in she got a glass of wine she got the pretzels she drank that wine. And I talked to all the, all the other people around and crack jokes and stuff. We were having a good time. This lady just stared. And I didn't approach her because like she and this painting, they were talking, you know, and I didn't want to break that up. Uh, she went and got another thing of wine. So I said, okay, when she comes back over, I'm going to introduce myself and stuff. Um, but she walked and she looked at the other paintings and uh, I said, okay, I'm going to give her give her some time. So what I did was I, went, I walked over to the painting. I'll be darned like and you know <laughs> God is my witness. Like I looked at the painting and looked at her and it looked exactly alike. I've never met this woman in my life. In my life. Like I have a picture I'll show you later on. Um in my life. She stood next to it. Because I, I introduced myself and you know told her who we were as a Quim and i Dreams and um I said, Are you a model? And she says, No. I used to dance for Ellie. I was like, oh my god, you know, I'm blown away by people who dance for Robin because I have lots of friends in that. It's really amazing. But she looked exactly. Minus the little like, you know, like braid braided knots that we use to like draw the character. It, it's spitting image. And um it was funny because I remember when we were picking out the faces and we made these faces, we made them like Frankenstein style Photoshop, play. Like. And I was like, that's crazy. Like, I said, everybody's got a twin. And me and my wife laughed. It is true. <laughs> it is true. I will show you the picture. And I mean, I don't know what <laughs> to do with this, but maybe put it up on, on your Instagram or something. But she looks exactly like that painting. And, like, I I just had to hug her. Because I was just like, wow. Glad. To me, honestly, it was almost like she, like, crawled off that painting. It was, like, in the freaking gallery. <laughs> like, It freaked me out. It it freaked me out, but it was in in a good way. But it was it was awesome. It was really really awesome. And she stood by, and people were like taking pictures of her because they thought she was the model. (laughs) That's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. But it's funny how the universe works, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's just the way. People say art imitates life, life imitates art. You know. Yeah. So that's that's ill. That's real ill, man. Um. Here's one thing that I always admire You and your wife have a very beautiful relationship. Very beautiful relationship. Thank
0: God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Thank you, God. Like y'all, uh, you blessed me for real. Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: because in these days and times, yeah, it's a rarity, solely because so many people tend to have finite relationships or they may get into these situations with ulterior motives. Right. Not really getting into it for what it's really for. right? And you have to have that balance of mutual respect and energy to make it work. Sacrifices, compromises, Prizes. all these things. So how does your relationship translate into your work? And not only just that question, but just build onto it further in terms of picking the images, the messages that you are both agreeing to, to share with the, with the outside world. Um, wow.
0: we I mean I know it's weird to say that it's hard to explain but it's like it's just it's energy it's just energy like it's when we first got together of course you know we talked there were physical contacts that went on it was bumping of the minds but it's really just energy like it's i wake up in the morning and like sometimes I could just fill our energies off and just give her a hug you know it's like No words like um like I was saying to you earlier, she can come into the house and I don't know how her day was, but I can just feel it. You know what I mean? I can feel it. I don't know if I'm like gonna crack a bear open and be like, damn, word? You know, and hand it to her or I'm gonna be like and give her a hug, you know what I'm saying? Um it's like I said, you know, thank you God, like it's been blessed. It's been blessed. It's it's something that like you know, I, I can probably sit here and get all mushy, you know, they have a dude play a violin behind me and whatnot, you know what I mean? Break out the Kleenex. But it's just like we just we flow. We flow. It's 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 flowing like when we used to go out to the bar and we would all chill. Like we didn't know where it was going, but it went. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. Um us doing our art is just it's just an emotion. Like we'll see a face and she'll be like, I like her eyes. And I'd be like, yeah, her eyes are really cool. She'd be like, yeah, they look like almonds. I'd be like, yeah, they do look like almonds. Like, you know what I mean? They'd be like, yo, she needs like a little bear nose. And then like we'll go for like hours and hours on different faces and like mash them up. And then when we when we match up that face, like we'll give the character a name. Who is she? Where is she from? You know what I mean? What's her background story? And these are things that we do. I don't know. If we're listening to Metallica or like John Coltrane, like sipping on beer, like boom. We just, it's like we, we come together like that and uh, we don't have it all together. I love when people say, oh my God, your relationship is so awesome. It's so great. It's like, nah, we're just living, bro. Like, we're living. It's, you know, it's like there's there's, uh, there's no instruction to it. There's no instruction to it. Like, I love her. She loves me. You know, there's things she does. I'm just like, now, 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 come on now. And I know there's things that I do that she'd be like, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're an idiot Um, but it's 100% honesty it's 100% like love like she she 100% fulfills me like I don't have to go up the street and like look at another broad and be like oh my god no it's like she's got what I want right there like when I'm not near her like there's times I'll pick up my phone and just be like picture hey, that's that's me right there man. Word. you know what I mean Word, you know um she completes me and um I really wish and I pray that everyone out there gets a love like this, you know, like I don't I don't get it like I get excited when I see people hold hands up the street and kiss and stuff like that, but what really moves me is when I see that that sixty year old dude with that, you know, the fifty eight year old woman and they're still walking and holding hands to me, that's like, yeah, boy. Like that's, you know, Get it up hashtag relationships, like right. <laughs> you know, that's what I want. You know? But uh, yeah. I hope I'm hitting your questions, man, because I'm, I'm, just, I'm just oh, growing, you, are. you are, you are, you <laughs> are, fantastic, going,
1: bro. Yeah, because yeah. you know, it's just because we were always see each other in passing, we right. always see you and i ready together in passing, and uh, and I start seeing you both with the twins, mm-hmm. and the scene, it was just like that image of just a family it always touched me in ways you know that I was just couldn't really couldn't really explain but it was just a beautiful sight to see.
0: Thank you thank
1: you man. you know so because me knowing you like you've always been a stand-up dude you know funny as hell. You know, shot the 40 ounces, you know what I mean? You know what
0: I mean?
1: <laughs> <laughs> this guy gave me a nickname, Mikey Sip Sip, Sip Sip you know what I mean? Yo, Sip, Sip, man. It's, it's real life. Yeah, you, know, you're,
0: you're, you know, I still call you that. We'll be in the house, and she'll be like, she's like, so, so what are you going to do? I said, I'm, I'm going to go over to Sipsip. She's Sips like, all right. You know what I mean? Like, you're just like, that house, whole name. Like, you know, when I, when I bring it up, like, from on Instagram, the kids are looking, and <laughs> my daughter goes, uh, <laughs> she's funny. She goes, she goes, she doesn't say friends she goes, fri mm-hmm. So she go dad dad frit. I say yeah, that's dad dad's friend. That's sip sip. And then she'll say sip sip, and I go yes, yes that is sip sip. So that'd be cool. So when you come around and they start yelling sip sip, that's gonna be hilarious. That's, that's awesome.
1: Cause I earned that right. I earned that right at Mill Creek Tavern. Yes you did.
0: Yes you did. Mill Creek Tavern. Hands
1: down. Crunchy ass chicken fingers, man. Oh lord,
0: have mercy. Yeah, we went on beer wing night. Yeah, too. we right? did.
1: Yeah, we did. Then they had karaoke, that, like right in the room next to us. Right, right, right. Yeah, it right. was that was an interesting night. That's a shame they
0: don't do that anymore. No At all? They don't do the karaoke anymore. And, uh, the Baron wings is like, like once, twice a month. Yeah. All right, just... yeah. Man. But we gotta go over there, man. Cause it's like, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on in the place.
1: All right. Yeah. I'm down to check yeah. it out. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been a while. Um, so here's um, a question for you. You are a New Yorker. Yeah. Through and through. Yeah. <laughs> Coney Island. Yeah. <laughs> All that. So being a New Yorker and having the friends that you've had there, how did that impact your style of art? Yeah, I,
0: uh, Well, first of all, the history of me doing art was my dad, my dad and my grandmother. My grandmother was a really, really, really great painter. She was like, whoa. And uh, as a young kid, uh, I remember doing scribbles and she would make pictures out of my scribbles. And it blew me away. And as I got older, I found out my dad grew. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, 48th and Pine, uh, opened up two French doors, big, huge windows in the front, um, he always listened to Angela by Bob James, like, on repeat. Um, Classic. And uh, he would be drawing, like, comic book here, Savage Sword of Conan. You know, black and white ones. like. And he would be drawing it. And uh, I remember I would sit next to him on a crate, a milk crate. And uh, I always thought it was funny because so my dad was like, when you draw, you gotta make sure you and I remember as a kid being like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, he started telling me about, like, light and shadow and foreshadowing, things like that. And uh, um, I started to try to draw. But uh, we ended up moving back to New York. Um, and uh, that's when the world of graffiti, like, was introduced to me. I had this uh, Spanish kid, Pedro. It's just like, yo, do you write? Yeah, write down in the book what you're talking about. Oh, no, 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 man. You got to get a mop top, yo. You got to write your name, yo. You got to get up. Now, to me, it's like, all right, I see graffiti all over the trains back in the day coming up as a kid, but I I was never really around graffiti artist. This kid here was like, man. (laughs) I won't call his tag or anything like that, but he was the first cat to hit me going on trains, Uh he was the first cat to. Um, I got chased by cops with in the Freedom Tunnels and Fort Hamilton Parkway, like pushing it, <laughs> you know, sweating. Uh, um, he he would express his graffiti while he was doing it. And I remember when I first met him, I'm like, I just it's "Shut up and just, man, do, <laughs> 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 no, just just do your thing." But. To him, it was cool, because he'd be like, Joe, man, see this yellow right here? This is sunshine yellow, yo. And this right here, this is feather green, yo. He said, this feeling is going to be ill. I wouldn't really get hype off. I'd be like, yeah, man, just, you know. But when you watched him put his stuff down, it was emotion. And every, every spray that I can, his arm, his movement. Like, there was times he would dance before he would put the next fill on it. And, like, you standing there with cans, like, yo, could we run? If the cops come, could you finish this, you know? And I think that took New York and art and brought that together for me, you know? Um, To wake up in the morning and uh, go past a store and there was your tag. Nobody know who did it. Some people stop and look. Just two seconds is all you needed. But you were up while they were sleeping. You were living while they were going. And you was going to touch many people with just your name. Just your name. Whether they could read it or not. For two seconds of their life, they just got art trained. They got open to color. And whatever they were thinking about, you just interrupted it. If it was a bad thought, boom. Whether they said damn kids writing on the walls and stuff like that i got your attention it was better than the picture because i knew it was happening and i wasn't there i was living you know um so when well, my when well, my art um i'm trained like fine arts I'm training fine arts You know, very, da, 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 da. very 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 <laughs> stiff styles uh I use a lot of perspective, um, uh, a lot of graphic design, but I do it with my hand. Um, but I use colors that are vibrant pop, you know? So like I'll take a strawberry pink and then I'll pop that with a hazard yellow. That's all kinds of crazy stuff to the eyes and little small squares, squares on top of each other. When you move your eyes, it moves, it comes to life, you know? Um, I don't know, I, I guess my artwork is like the trains in New York. You know, the Iron Worm, steadily moving. You know, the city may sleep on top, but they got to go. You know what I mean? It's got to move.
1: That's you know? wild poetic. I feel like <laughs> you to snap my fingers. Like, Love Jones, like...
0: Oh, uh, yeah, that's that's
1: my movie right there. Yo, Love Jones, <laughs> an amazing <laughs> flick.
0: That is a great... If you haven't seen that, you should see Love. Please, should see do.
1: Love. Please. Please do. Please do. Please do, because you got to understand... Like that to me was, because that movie yeah. to me it, it was a different kind of blackness that I experienced with that movie. You're right. You know, because um, right. even with the music that my parents were listening to, because like who is at The mainstream stuff on the radio, right. you, know, you know, how rap was turning, but it was like during a time period where D'Angelo, Maxwell, sure. uh, Michelle, Pharrell, Will Downing, um, I want to say uh, Michelle D'Angelo. Got oh, a name yeah. correct. Yes. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, you did th- these acts, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, brand new heavies. It was this, and John a, and, you know, uh, New Noubions. It's like, it's this whole vibe of like, I want to say. It was like,
0: like I don't know if you want to say Neo Soul. It,
1: it was Neo Soul. It was Neo Soul in terms of, of the sound, but it was like a Neo Afrocentrism as well wow. for a lot of us because. Again, you know, you had, like... But I guess you can give credit to how Tribe and Native Tongues put it together. Yeah. You know, but the mid-'90s, how... The R&B, like, of course, how am I forgetting Erica Badu? Badu. Yeah. You know, that whole vibe just, like, pushed... You know, it, it made people like me feel a bit more comfortable mm-hmm. in my skin. Because, again, yeah, I'm listening to, like, the hardcore rappers, like on the radio, you know what I'm saying? How big he was doing it, how my beat was doing exactly. it. But their reality didn't necessarily match mine. Exactly. You know, exactly. like I was the nerd in the crib, video games, comic books, books, you know, just like cartoons, like Japanese, yeah. like ronin yeah. Warriors. Yeah. You know how he got down. Yeah. So I needed to have something like that to bounce my perspective on, you know? So yeah, but again, uh, pardon that uh, that quick excursion. But it was a great excursion. Family, <laughs> listen, Love Jones was it was the move. Yeah, it was the move. So now, since we're on music, <laughs> and I know you're a fan of music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, who's your favorite artist? Right, okay. and who do you listen to while you're creating?
0: Tribe, Tribe, De La Tribe, Jungle Brothers, Native tongues, like hands down on everything, hands down, hands down. If if it's not that, it's jazz because they just flow, like they flow back and forth. Um, um, Q Tip, hands down the most, is flow, Ellis Ellis voice, you know. Sorry, Guru. Much respect, brother. But <laughs> yeah, all his <laughs> but, sleep. but sorry, guru. But like tips, hands down. Like um, I always like to start off when creating down in a room by myself. Uh, the beginning of people' distinctive travels.
1: The push of a long joint.
0: When the baby starts crying. Yo, and, like that. That sip of uh, a beer. And just let that flow, like it 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 That that'll set the tempo. Like that canvas has got nothing on it, and that baby starts crying. Are you kidding me? It's on, (laughs) hands down. It's on. If you start that with every that that whole album is it's 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 joyous education. It's just joyous. Like every beat pops. The boom bap era is amazing. To listen to that, I like that. Boom, boom, bah. Boom, boom, bah. Like that gets me bobbing. That's like, all right, this pencil's going to go here. This line is going to go here. This is going to go there. Okay, step back. You know what I mean? B-Boy stance. Like it just works. It just works. It just works. Uh, De La Soul is dead. That's another album that I got to like, I got to throw that in there because that is just an amazing album. And, and, and it's like they're reading a storybook to you.
1: Yo, I, like, that's the first time I've ever heard anybody use the term dick snot. <laughs> and it's Oh, he was like... <laughs> Yo. What <laughs> was, was that damn sound effect? It's like, rock em.
0: Rock em. Yeah, rock, yeah. Up. rock em. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so he was getting, getting smacked, man. But, like, the album, the album wasn't... Did, did,
0: to this day, I still laugh at that. He was like, dick not, Fuck, cross-native. Get over here. What's the ill's not, bill's not, gills not? What? <laughs> What to this day? Like I'll stop and just be like, "Yo, for real, what?" Yeah, but that's classic, classic albums, there Like, um, I've heard some of De La's new stuff. Um, I'm definitely feeling it. You can see that they've matured and got older. Um, the last Tribe album. Okay, you're probably gonna come at me on this one, <laughs> and you know, love like you to death, bro. But I have to give that album a seven.
1: Out of ten, out of ten, it's better than five. So <laughs> I, I'm I'm all good with that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. As long as you say it was trash, no. I'm like, oh man. No, no. Because everybody it calls is... everything trash these days for some odd reason. I don't know why. That's the cool thing to do. Yeah. But but why did you give it a seven?
0: Um, I know nothing. Can you can't repeat the past. You can't repeat the past. That's one. I just felt that the album was way all over the place. It wasn't. It wasn't like. It wasn't like Balloon Mind State. Like Balloon Mind State was all over the place, but it worked. It 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 gradually and continually worked. Now that's just my personal opinion.
1: But for those who are unaware, um, Balloon Mind State is De La's third, third EP that came out ninety three. Like three. This uh, lead single was a uh, Break of Dawn. Thumb. Uh, I had the hit singles. Um, we said the singles I Am My B. Eagle Trippin' was on that Eagle one. Eagle Trip. Par, Eagle Trip. Was it part two? Two. Part two was on that yeah, one. Yeah. Classic album. If you ain't heard it, check it out. Yeah. Back to.
0: Yeah. Um. But this this album, I felt like it didn't mesh. It didn't mesh. I felt like maybe if you were re- rearranged the songs around, it would mesh. It just... I had to listen to it three times before it took hold of me. And that's just crazy. Like anything, Tribe or has ever put down, I've been like, up, oh, more please, big spoon, you know. This I was like, uh, okay, you know. And it, it, was, it was crazy because like I really wanted that album card when that was coming out, man. I was like all over. I remember hitting you up like, oh my god, Tribe, you all, yeah, Tribe, you all, <laughs> up. Like, was um, but.
1: What com- which comment on the latest one? Oh. Nobody, nobody smiling that one. No, no.
0: was was the last one he did? Uh, uh, the the track is what you doing to my heart I feel yeah.
1: Oh snap! Wait a minute, the last comment
0: joint. Yeah, Stevie Wonder on one of the tracks as well. Uh, we uh, Black American story. We yeah, well, think thing was called Black America, right? Black America.
1: Was it like Black America Now or something, something like, like that? Something like that. What like, right? Black
0: America Again. Black, Black America, Black America again. again. Now, that album got a higher ranking than the Tribe album.
1: Let's see. All right, so you know what? uh <laughs> here's, here's, here's the thing about it. Okay. I have to often check myself mm-hmm. as a music fan. Right. Because right. as much as I may say, yo, everything Tribe do, or does, I said, excuse me. Everything tribes does is fantastic. It's on point. Right, right. Sometimes that kind of keeps you from being honest yeah. about it. Now, I love Tribe's album because I love tribes. So, like, anything new from them, I'll take it. Right. You know, like, yo, put it in a sandwich, I'll put it in a lunch bag, I'm having a good old day, you know? Right. But I think what made it, kind of difficult for day one tribe fans is that Fife was only there for a certain amount of songs. Oh, right. And other songs, you had like uh, like a Buster yeah. and Cons. Uh, yeah. And that song was yeah. ill to me, don't get me wrong, but for a lot of us, we heard New Tribe, we thinking we get a all to all Fife, right. all Ali. You know, and... What, a little bit of Jerobi, A little bit of Jerobi, yeah. yeah. And yo, that's, let me give some props now to Jarobi for his verses on that album. Sick. Ridiculous. Cause me, I I um I had the pleasure of meeting Jeroby here in Philly oh, randomly. Word. Randomly. Cause uh I mean, uh Spec um Spec twenty seven, shout out to you. I don't, I don't know if I want me to use your real name or not. Nah, nah that's cool. I know, spec, I know Spec, I you know Speck. Shout out spec. 12, you yeah, yeah, to Shout out to Spec, yeah. 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 So he is like, yo man, I'm I ran into him yesterday at, at you know at work, I'm said, I said, Word, that's that's hey what you What? So <laughs> I did the sound fell, what? So <laughs> <All right. laughs> um I'm downtown one day and I'm on the corner of 17th and Chestnut. Wow. You that's know, there's Liberty cool. Place right there, yeah. Yeah. and the right eight right okay, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm coming across the street, I'm looking over. And I see Jerobe on the corner outside of Rite Aid smoking a cigarette, just chilling. They might have, it was a cigarette, yeah, it was a cigarette. I'm not sure if he was smoking or not, but I think my mind was a cigarette. So pardon me, you know. But um, he was there. I walk up to him. I'm like, yo. <laughs> but I didn't want to like be, you know. Oh, like fanboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I didn't want to yeah. do that. Right. But I couldn't help it because Jerobe. It's Nairobi, and you understand, like, when I was a kid, we were both kids, we listening to the first Tribe album, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure what's, what song it was. It may have been the end of Bonita Applebaum, and you know, after the after part, like, sex sex, 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 right? Freaks. Freaks, sex. Peace. Peace, <laughs> well, like, all that. And it gets to the joint, and the um the beat for, um, kind of kick it comes on. Boom, 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 boom. And Jerobe goes in as introduction for every person on the song, so, right? Yeah, yeah. He then goes like, and me, Jerobe. Jerobe. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I was like, yo, who is this dude, man? Because yeah. I, I didn't hear him afterwards, but I found out later he went to um, culinary school. And I heard he's killing up there in New York. Yeah,
0: he's got his own restaurant. Right
1: yo, yeah. he's bananas. So I saw him right around the time when the album was out. I was like, Yo! <laughs> I was like, but me, how my voice is, I'm like, yo, man, much respect to you, bro. You know, welcome right, to the right, city right. Philadelphia <laughs> and all that, man. You have, you have a good one. Peace and love. Because what it was, you know what? The album did come, didn't come out yet. When I saw him, it was about, I want to say, close to a month after Fife had passed. Hmm. So he was in the city. And... I didn't want to be like one of them dudes, like yo man, pictures and shit, you yeah. know. Because I couldn't, because after the, after the fights passed, I'm like yo, he probably get a lot of that wherever yeah. he goes, and he, he's probably in city is trying is trying to chill and relax. So I was like yo man, you know, I was good to meet him, shook his hand, I kept moving, hit that corner. First of all, I, I had to cool like cool walk away, like all right man, pigs. At that corner man, on 17th from Chestnut <laughs> going towards uh, <laughs> Walnut. I was like, "Get the deal. but I'm a drone. Yeah, I
0: wanted to too. So like, "What?" I'm like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Um. Yo, but have you heard his new stuff with uh, "Dress"? I didn't hear that tape. Yo, it, it's it's got bars, man. Like, just wow. Like wow. Like uh, I seen "Dress" when I was in the city. with uh, took my son to the city. My my brother had a uh baby boy. Shout out, Sha. Congratulations, you know. Um got off at uh 42nd Street. He was walking across from the Madison Square Garden and Dress was walking by I said, Yo, what's up, Dress? He said, Yo, what's up, black? Just kept it moving. Like, you know, like you said, I got a couple blocks away, I looked behind me. I was like, Word hold my son I'm like yeah. By the back of the dome. I'm like, yeah. Stroke like, honeys. <laughs> <all
1: these. laughs> yeah, man. I was definitely stoked by that, man. Engine, engine, number nine. Yo, know, yeah, you know, my New York Transit Line. If my train falls off the track, pick yeah, it up, pick yeah, it up, pick yeah. it up. Yo, every time that song got played in a party, we always got low. You know, oh, and my yeah. train goes off the track. Pick it up, pick
0: it up, pick it up. I yeah, man. Sing. Was, Yo, man, that that track was just out of control. And, and the, the thing is, like, I heard rumor wise that Heaven and Mr. Long would not even talking. Really? Yeah. Or they don't talk at all. They did that one last album. Um, I think that was 90 I think it was 99 they dropped this strange album uh, I forget the title of it it had like maybe 3 or 4 tracks on it that was like bumping like you know the Smalls Productions like out of control but that was it they like stopped and then he changed his name to uh, Dress the Black Sheep and that was it like
1: Bro. Yeah, I thought they had a reunion recently.
0: Fell so off the map, dude.
1: Cause y'all, they, they had the joint. Um, Cause I like their uh, the lead single from the nonfiction album. Nonfiction, yeah. The yeah, joint. Yeah. Um, what was it without a doubt? Without a doubt. Yeah. yeah it was that? But that was like premier like a premier New York record. Yeah. With yeah. The vibes on it, production, the rhymes. It was it was it was ill
0: it was floating and it, you, you, you know what i think and i mean I, I know we're going off on this tangent about hip hop right now but between me and you that's crazy Yeah. Like, <laughs> this, this is what it is. just what it is um i love hip hop
1: mm-hmm.
0: i'm a, i'm i'm a hip hop head um i'm not a fan of trap i i don't feel like i should be trapped on anything um <laughs> um beats beats as a person, I used to freestyle back in the day and be an MC. And when the lyricists, you know, because I mean, you can call them an MC, but I say, say lyricists, um, when they went over a beat, they complimented the beat with their voice. But the beat was so fresh. Like sometimes, like you would hear a beat come on. Like think, think of your favorite track, your your like most famous track, and you know that beat drops even before the MC speaks, and you like it's about to go down. It's about to go
1: down. Super ignorant.
0: Um, uh, another beat I, I love. Far Side, passing me by. Beat.
1: Come on, man. Come on.
0: Like that track is like ridiculous. Nowadays, the beats are like what? I feel like, like now. Playing the beats, Zelda.
1: they too. I feel like nowadays the beats are too clean. You know, like in terms yeah. of just how. Yeah. Cause, cause, like, listen, I look. You mentioned how a song comes on. You already know what's about to go down mm-hmm. before it goes down. Perfect example of that is, um, what is it, is Buster Rhymes' Everything Remains Raw from the coming album. Oh, Easy Mo B. Goodness. Listen. Dude. Come
0: on, man. That, the, it, it, the, it, it builds up so subtle. It's so subtle. But you know it's coming. You know it's coming. Like and when it, and when it smacks you, you ain't got no choice but the wild out. You got no choice but the wild out. None. Beats nowadays don't do that for me. They're they're almost like they're almost like the 80s new wave Remember, remember how we scooped out of uh we scooped out of things like Santana. We scooped out the things of like earth, wind, and fire. Like you heard every instrument and it moved you.
1: Fire. Fire.
0: And now, beats are like. <soever sound> and you put a little loop over it. And then, guys are like. <laughs> <inaudible> <inaudible> <clears throat> what? What? <inaudible> <inaudible> There's and maybe maybe because I'm older mm-hmm. and that is for the new generation, but it's hard to know that you grew up in an era where hip hop was hip hop was booming, dude. There was there was nothing you could do about it. it. Was in your face, you know. There was preachers that was like, it's not gonna last long. And well, hey, hey. Um, and my personal things, just my personal uh, how I feel about this. So nobody don't throw nothing at me. Um. I feel after the '90s, when they start putting all this money and stuff in, saying that you know you sample this song, you gotta pay this much money up. That killed the funk. That killed James. That killed that killed Bob James. You know, and we lost those beats. You know what I'm saying? Because nowadays, you tell a cat Bob James, you're like, what? And, that, and then you put on something like boom, 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 boom. Everybody's like, oh God, yo, that's that's part of the Wu John. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what that is. But it's like that sample was so crispy, so clean. And now we don't have that no more. So,
1: nerd, nerd break, pardon. Me. Um, that sample was referring to as Bob James Nautilus.
0: Nautilus, yes, definitely, definitely. Off the Bob James One album,
1: 1976. Boom, heard it here first. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, I heard it here first, but you heard it here. But you heard it here. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, take that, put it um, pipe and smoke it.
0: But uh, yeah, so beats have changed. Like we at one point in time, people were like, "Yo, these cats are real cool." Like you know, we're birthed to the slick, you know, cool like that, fat like that. We don't have that anymore. So, is hip hop also saying that we've lost our way from the traditional bebop scat sound that actually talked from the soul? To the point where now we're so genetically made that everything is uh, keyboard, keyboard, synthesizer, keyboard, it's fake, there's no soul. And that's why our rappers kind of sound like they're like chanting in a labyrinth and rolling dice for dexterity. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't Hilar- know. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, I'm thoroughly enjoying these. Uh, <laughs> 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 But it's true. I mean, because, like, there's some... Like you said, but some things are for the new generation, and I don't fault that. But it's like, listen, whatever you're doing, wherever, however it sounds, I need there to be a message in your music. Like, say something. You know, like, no matter if you're telling a telling story, you can be blamed out all day, but at least have a bit of, like a bit of content there. Yeah, yeah some substance. Some yeah. substance to it. do so I'm going to make it last longer than, you know, than a one hit one. You know, because right. anybody can make a song about, like, next till chirping, you know? That was the actual song back in the day. You know what I'm talking about? Like My next tail chirp, you know? Like, yeah. anybody yeah. can have a song like that, and it'd be hot for a minute. Yeah. But in terms of its lasting power, like, right. you know.
0: There's nothing concrete. There. It's, 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 not, it's not iconic.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: It's so I, I feel like that that kind of scares me, you know. Like like linking with you is, is is great for me. Cause it's like me and you can go all day like, yo, yo, remember this track, yo, remember this track, remember this track. And then I'll go home and I'll lay those tracks down and be like, yeah, you know, where was I when I first heard this track? I mean, kids nowadays are gonna do the same thing, but it just, it just doesn't have that off. You know what I mean? Right. It doesn't have that off. Hip hop back in the day, like as much as your parents would complain about it, turn that down in my house. They knew the sample on the back.
1: Uh, that's my dad. Because like my, my dad was, my parents were young when they had, so pretty much my dad was the one buying the Rakim albums, the Ken play albums, like all that when I was like four, you know? But, there were joints on there that he knew because he had the vinyl album and in his collection. Yeah. It was right there. Yeah. It was yeah. right there, so yeah. you know we had that we had that balance, mm-hmm. and I think that's what made that's what allowed us to have an appreciation for the generation that came before us, because we were exposed to what they made and who they were. See, nowadays it's a bit different because, like you said, you know, like sampling isn't happening anymore, so no one is really taking the time to read the album liners. though yeah. I was, I used to like. Get down on the floor, read the album us, mm-hmm. Who produced what? Mm-hmm. Who played what? Mm-hmm. Where, was, where was it recorded? Mm-hmm. record Plant, Electric Lady, yeah. you know Chunk King. Chung King. You know Chunk King. <laughs> like <just, laughs> this place was recorded right there. Cool. Who was the uh, engineer? by Power. All right, cool. Right. You know. Right. And like we, It was it was that experience that we had versus. Like, now, I mean, I, I, I guess now it's like they're starting from scratch now. Because they come come with a clean slate where they're not really checking for who did what, or who, you know, who wrote what. They just have it there in front of their faces. Mm-hmm. You know, they just know, like, these days they know a producer, and they know, like, the performer of a song. Right. You know, like, in terms of, I don't know if it's such a big deal anymore to know to find a sample, some people like. Cause it's funny because like back in the day, you had to find a sample yourself. Yes, you did. It wasn't laid out for you. Yes, you did. You know, like a certain, we had to read the album liners. That's where you will see, oh, samples from so and so and so. So because their their name will be in like who wrote the you song right there. Mm-hmm. See, nowadays people would put out these lists like, yo, Tins of the Tomorrow album, boom, all the samples. And if get all the samples right there, I I get so as it access was too, it was too easy to access. Right. It was too easy to put your hands on the front. Yeah, you had to no work on it. Yeah, work it. Work on it. Yeah. Like me, I'm like, yo, via the album on like the buster joint mm-hmm. for um who remained like um the coming album. Yeah. Oh, we had to go through and see each one and then find out which one it was. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's, it's like a seek and find mission.
0: Right, and that's, you know, record collectors, right?
1: Cats like that, that's Exactly. That's why I spent. If you look to your uh, your right, your. Yeah, you look to your right. I've spent dumb money yeah, on all these joints, records. Yeah. I'm, I'm putting to my apartment. People peeping, peeping at
0: Ohio players. Brother, <laughs> listen,
1: the Ohio peeping players. Peeping at Ohio like, players. sleep, like What? And it was kind of funny as as bring around full circle, because the Ohio players album covers celebrated the hell out of women. Women of color, right? Mm-hmm. Not only that, these women were all built the same. Right. Right. They were built. <laughs> but they were all they were different in their own way. Own way. Right. You know, except for her, her hairstyle is like that's that eighties like this Jerry, 80s Jerry Crow
0: mess. jump off kind of like
1: Jerry Jericho mullet.
0: Yes, yes it is. You know?
1: <laughs> it's probably popular in like the Midwest and like down south, like St. Louis, you know what I mean? In the early yeah, 80s, yeah. You, know, you can't have it sitting on your couch unless you got plastic on plastic it. Plastic on it, right. And then yeah. you'll be safe.
0: But then again, in the 80s, we did wear a lot of cowboy stuff. Like the, perfect example, the, uh, the group, the, uh, what is it, the system? Don't disturb this group. Come on, man. Did they not have everything cowboy on in that, in that video? Oh my goodness. I yeah. see so, talking music with you, man.
1: Yo, this is all we, it's all we do, man. Oh
0: my god! Man.
1: So like, here's an idea. Like, have you guys ever been? Um, you know, you and Ray ever been approached to do album covers? Um, I
0: actually did an album cover for a Japanese band. We were approached during the album cover, um, but that fell through. Which, which. I can okay. dig it. I was Lionel Kitty City. I was, I was frowning.
1: Yo. shout out to Kitty City if you know you know if you don't <laughs> you weren't know, you know, right? born early enough to know the importance cause see before like Amazon came to the game with like online shopping yeah. a few years before that Toys R Us had Monopoly on the game Yeah, KB didn't really last it's that step-walk. long that's right but in the I want to say the 80's Kitty City well, was know. the yeah. competition for Toys R Us. Now, on some Philly shit, right? Kitty City. <laughs> this is back in the days when 69th Street was the spot. Yeah. It was the spot. Yeah. So 69th Street, you go up there. It was right next door to Sears. Yeah. Sears is right there. <laughs> and because McDonald's hard street from Sears. But like Sears. And on the corner was Kitty City. Yeah. It was Kitty City. and had all the games in there. The all bikes, toys. all the toys, big kangaroo on the front, big kangaroo, yeah, yeah. like for real, like people love Jeffrey the giraffe, <laughs> for Toys R Us, they loved them, but you couldn't yeah, fuck you with fucking you fuck the fucking kangaroo.
0: What?
1: The fucking kangaroo, man. That's
0: right. His name was Jeffrey. Oh man, this is good stuff. This
1: is look, good man. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we didn't yeah. want to grow up. People came Toys R Us kids by force. This Kitty City was gone. Then Turned some, that frown upside down. It did. I mean, then someone, the KB Toy Story, with a little, like, Nutcracker Man as That's the, uh, a, yeah, as the as logo. logo? Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, Yeah, yeah. you know, but after that was gone, you know, it was, it was whatever. It was whatever, man. It's just, it just destroyed everything I that I, I enjoyed and held dear, man. Yeah, I yeah. got DuckTales for the Nintendo, you know what I mean, from Kitty City, right? Y'all up. took it away from me, man. But what? What did y'all put there? In place of Kitty City? Marshalls? No. I can't get no games for Marshalls. <laughs> Ain't no basketballs at Marshalls. What <laughs> the hell are you going to put a Marshalls there for? We got Kitty City, man. Life is, it is, it is it's a story of life, man. A story of life. But I think it'll be... ill. You see, like, and in like, and, Criminal and and Dreams, like, had, like, like, fictional album covers. Yeah. I think that would be slick, because it was like, yo, just to express, like, even, like, funky funky names and shit like that. Because yeah. it's funny, I like, look at, like, I was listening to an interview earlier today with Method Man, and he was saying, like, Wu-Tang, they had, like, these funny names for songs, but the songs had nothing to do with the name of the songs. Like this is a vice, like this is a vice. What's it about? And it's just something about something completely different. It's just incarcerated scarfaces. It's just, it's, it's just these, it's just this vibe, you know. I can see y'all doing that, man. But here's um, a question I want to get to you, um, ask you about, because I have uh, people, some people that I know. Shout out to my main man Mike, um, Michael Barr, and my cousin Kev. They're gonna be fathers soon.
0: Oh, yo! Shout out, congratulations, y'all, bless. Shout out to both of y'all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: it's a blessing. So, how has fatherhood impacted your art, right? And what, how has it allowed you to grow as a person? Right, for one thing,
0: this i want to start everything your mom said to you back in the day when he was hard-headed and didn't want to listen oh it makes so much sense now <laughs> <laughs>
1: i hear that oh man lord, it's facts lord
0: lord, lord. um a hard head makes a soft behind it's so true um it definitely made my work a lot brighter um i think before before i left new york my my my, my color palette was very dark a lot of grays, a lot of, like, silvers, like, very matte colors. Um, and then when I found out she was pregnant, like, even e- even my clothes, the things that I would wear got real bright. Like, it got real bright. Like, uh, um, I'm a fan of soccer jerseys. Like, if y'all cats ever meet me and cats that know me, like, I'm a huge soccer fan. Like, huge soccer fan.
1: He's wearing one right <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Huge soccer fan, and soccer jerseys are usually bright. But I always said to myself that uh, when I was going to have kids, I was always going to dress bright, like bright. You know what I'm saying? Like, like uh, my mom and dad was different. They wore black leathers, black shades, Clark's or Balance, and uh, uh, Tams. So you know, my dad used to look like Eddie Murphy from you know come. Cumber- you know, uh, give me the knife.
1: The golden child.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, my dad used to look like that, and my mom, she was just soul sister one. But I remember being being a kid, being like, you know, damn, mom and dad, like you know, dressed in all black. But I understand that. But when I said when I get older, I wanted to wear something really bright for the kids, like you know, something bomb, catch their attention. Like, it's daddy, you know. Um, so I started to wear a lot of bright stuff, my paintings. I'm super bright. I mean, like, I was almost rocking neons, dude. Like, I was purposely trying to rock people's eyes. Like, I wanted to, like, you know, dare in the headlights when you stared at the painting, you know what I mean? Like, um, no apology. But, uh, Father has changed me so much. It, 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 you know, it makes me happy. Like, one thing that my wife made me happy, but to, 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 like, make two people <laughs> two little people with her like there's two little kai's and ray's running around the house they you know like when we paint we give them crayons you know what I mean and they're like drawn all over stuff it's 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 awesome it's, it's the greatest feeling in the world um and it's bright and I wear some bright ass stuff and I know Mike you probably said, here because my sleeve is bright than the mug right now <laughs> bro <laughs> <laughs> true story true story I
1: concur the <laughs> sleeves are bright yellow
0: um but yeah man
1: it's goldenrod.
0: rod go, yeah my man warmed up
1: I had crayons as a child <laughs> it's facts though they had crayons as a child I had a 64 crayon Crayola joint Yo, did you have
0: the one that had the sharpener at the side yes I did <laughs> yes I did <laughs> It right, was right, right
1: in the joint. Right in the jewel, right? I'm like, all right. I used to have some sharp-ass crayons. But you might just, for no reason, I'm like, fuck color. I'm just going to sharpen these joints up real quick. Just have these vibrant daggers, daggers in the box. in the box, right? Yep. That's
0: crazy. That's what's up. lot I let people know about that, man.
1: Come on, man. I
0: let people know about that. I
1: asked people. They was like, there was a sharpener on the side. I was like, I don't want to talk to you, man. What kind, of, <laughs> what kind of ignorant person are you? Who, who raised you?
0: Savages. Um damn it. But uh yeah, man, it's uh it's amazing. And for all the fathers out there, um, like myself, I work from home and I stay home with the kids. Um know that what you're doing is important. Know that what you're doing is is contributing to the child's life, contributing to the family. Um, it's okay to get stressed. Um there's there's there is absolutely no kind of blueprint that comes with this um and remember that everything that they see every day is a miracle to them remember to embrace everything that they see they do they they learn to speak they learn texture it makes the world new for you so there was a time like before i had the kids like i was i was Squirrel got on my nerves. People got on my nerves. It's just, ugh, people. Oh, you serious? Gotta get up and go outside. But now I can't wait. Because my twin son and daughter is gonna be like, tree. You know, uh, my son called churches, touch. You know, what is that, Henri? Touch. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, baby, dumb magic wand. You know, it's just like, touch. Touch. Tabernacle.
0: <laughs> um, uh take that all in like every moment that you can you know what I'm saying like you know there's times where like my son just won't listen you know they're in their like terrible twos phase and like the boy just won't listen. You're just like don't you throw that and he waits till you get right there and then he's at the free throw line. He threw it. (laughs) You know? Um
1: like Trump with the uh paper towels.
0: Lord have mercy. (laughs) Lord have mercy. Um, oh, man. But definitely, definitely soak it all out because you only get to do this once. Only going to be two once. They're only going to be one month. They're only going to be four or five. They're going to be 17 at one day. And it all matters, yo. It all matters. It all matters. You are the foundation in their lives, you know? Like, you know, these kids got a LeBron or a Michael Jordan, but. Secretly below all of that surface and all of the like cell phones and texting, and they're not paying attention to you. They are, they so are Mm -hmm. everything you do because to you, to them, you are amazing. Your mommy and daddy and that name, those names have so much written on. You know, this is a definition that even if you put it in a Webster's dictionary, it cannot define it. It cannot. There's, There's nothing like waking up in the morning. When you used to do a nine to five and you would wake up, you had to cast a trolley, you gotta to go to work and clock in. But then you wake up and open up a door, and there's two special human beings staring at you, saying, Good morning, Daddy. And they don't really say it like that. They'll probably gerbil it, but it's 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 good morning for real. Cause they don't know nothing else but you and mommy and daddy. And every experience that you've given them is like amazing. Every color of that crayon that they scratch, because they think they're making limes like we are. It's amazing. Every basketball that you shoot and your son tries or your daughter tries, it's amazing. You are now, in your own way, creators. We will never be gods. We will never be God. Like You can never live as old as God. But in some small way, he does give us an opportunity to be create and create something amazing for this world to contribute back to. So all the learnings from your mom and your dad and your grandmothers and your grandfathers, listen, 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 because mark my words, it's going to pop up out of nowhere. You know, you're going to be you're going to be the one son or daughter or mother or father that's going to be like, oh, you mess around. I gave you something to cry about. You're like, oh, mom used to say that. <laughs> mom used to say that. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I know some it, it, it's scary as hell. You know, I thought I was having one child. And we went to the doctor for her her test, and they put the little telescope on her stomach, and uh it sounded like a techno beat. What's wrong with my child, I said. And the lady said, I'll be right back. And I was like, what? I looked at my wife, What is
1: this chick going? You're just going to be
0: leaving the Thomas? says, what? So she came back into the room, and she said, um... I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but you're having twins. That was the happiest day of my damn life. Do you understand what I'm saying? The happiest day of my damn life. I had two kids. Did we have enough money? I don't know. No. Did we plan enough for it? <laughs> no. Do you know what we were going to do? <laughs> no. I just knew I wanted to get the jelly off her stomach so we could get out. And go. Get the- <laughs> 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 you know um, uh oh man but the most awesome time like holding her hand and walking around knowing that she was carrying two angels in her stomach and we did that together we couldn't have, you know i like i said before i can't sit here and explain our love like oh we do this and that it's just an emotion it's a feeling like to Dude, I was so excited. We went to McDonald's. She wanted french fries, man. She said, I need french fries. And I ordered two big large french fries. Like, I don't, she didn't need two big large french fries, but I was balling. I was daddy (laughs) balling at that moment. Dude, I don't know. And the whole time we stood in line, like, we was like the fifth. And I must have kissed her stomach like five times. She said, I will slap your face. You need to stop kissing my stomach. I need my fries. (laughs) But amazing, man. Amazing. Like, and just want to do my best, you know? You know, um, my dad, super cool dude, still super cool dude. Like, I want to be where my dad was, you know? When I was young, he used to say all these riddles. I used to be like, so why can't I go to the party? Do you need to go to the party? Or do you want to go to the party?
1: What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> what? Oh, What? The, the party is. started about an hour ago, and I'm still not there. You know what I
1: mean? I'll be deep, bro.
0: But to this day, I thank him for all that. To this day, I thank my mom for all that. My grandmother, my grandfather. You know what I'm saying? Because whether you know or not, the people that they raised you, you have people in your life based on how you came up with your folks. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Sip Sip is like my homie, dude. Like, like my homie. Like, hands down. Like, I, you know. And I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people. And there's a lot of people that I associate. But when you say friend, you got to make sure you say friend in the right way. Because when you break the word friend down, Friday's end, and We all can't have weekends. But he is a friend that is forever. You know what I'm saying? So, solid out to Mike up. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, I think I'm done. Yo, just raise your sureties right. You know what I'm saying? Diversify your bonds. Yo.
1: You know what? <laughs> That's a perfect way to end it. But yeah. I have one more question for you, right? It's yeah. a fill in the blank. You are Kaheem Thomas. Yes, and you describe yourself as only is one word. Life. There you go. <laughs> there you have it. The interview with Mister Kaheem Thomas of Queer and Dream. Shout out to his lovely wife Ray you Thomas. Yeah, yeah, and to the children. That they have the lovely twins.
0: Henri and Nia.
1: Shout out to them. They have great hair. (laughs) Serious. They have locks of love, man. I'm over here and my hairline is like looking shifty some days. I'm like, God damn it, youth. Mine is in my back pocket, so you chilling right now. Yo, listen. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, that's why my barber, he pushes the hairline back just enough so it looks offensive. And, like, damn, Mike, why your forehead look so big? Like, first of all, damn it, my forehead been this size. Don't be <laughs> ignorant. Okay? Don't be ignorant. Be respectful to me and my hairline that I've earned. Yo. Okay? Right? Let's, oh, just, man. let's just leave it at that. <laughs> Go back to Dolly's, get my vegan donut, and shut up. Yeah, place Seriously, bud. Yeah. Yo, next time, all right, if I mention Dolly's again, i better get a sponsorship. Yo, free donuts, like a word. <laughs> Give me the apple fritters, B. With the right. apple chunks in it, B. Word, B. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is the interview. Thank you very much, Austin Kaheem Thomas, and we out of here. All right, All peace. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and people all around the world, that was the very first episode of the 1984 fly dot podcast i hope you enjoyed the conversation I hope you laughed I hope you thought about things and all around just had a good time well all right I'll catch y'all next time peace When?